The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find you were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk about maximizing the reach and impact of your content. Joining us is Amanda Milligan, who is the head of marketing at Stacker, which is a newsroom and newswire that creates newsworthy stories and syndicates them to 3,000 high-quality news sites. And today, Amanda and I are going to talk about building brand authority with content. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Amanda Milligan, the head of marketing at Stacker. Amanda, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Excited to have you as our guest. Excited to talk a little bit about content, a little bit about the news. Stacker's an interesting business. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about what you do? Sure. Yeah, Stacker is definitely interesting. I heard about them. I believe I started in September of 2021. So... Stacker Studio, which is our brand partnership wing, has only been around for about a year or a year and a half. So a lot of people don't even know that we exist, which is fun for me as the head of marketing. So Stacker.com is a newswire, like AP or Reuters, but we focus on more data journalism, feature news type stuff. And we do we send it out to all kinds of newspapers all over the US, news sites. Brand, uh, Stacker Studio is the brand side. So we partner with brands, we create content for them, and we syndicate it out. This appeals to a lot of SEOs because we're earning backlinks and canonicals 
in this pursuit. So it's a really interesting model that is a win-win for everyone. Publishers get uh, free content that they use to build their engagement, subscriptions, visits, and brands get all the SEO benefit from underwriting that content. So it's a lot of fun. Talk to me about the type of content that you produce for brands and how are you helping them build authority with that content? Sure. And we can talk about authority on so many different levels, but we specialize in, as you mentioned, newsworthy. So that tends to be more top of the funnel, tangential type content. We're not trying to sell a product or service from these brands when we're pitching these news sites, right? Like that's never going to fly. So we take the industry that they work in and try to see what is trending in those industries? What data can we use to apply to these stories? What context can we add? And we create things that are a little more tangential to try to reach a wider audience. So it's the kind of authority building play that's more along the lines of you're being associated with really highly respected news publications and you're earning the SEO value that increases your authority within like Google's algorithm. So Authority from being cited in these news sites, that sends an authority signal immediately. If you're reading a site on Newsweek and you see so-and-so provided this study, that means that Newsweek inherently trusts this information. That's a pretty big authority signal to readers. And then for Google, it's, okay, there's a do-follow link from SFGate. That means that these people are creating some pretty good stuff. So I guess my understanding, Stacker sounds a little bit like a content production house, a little bit of a PR agency, but then you also have the sort of press release and distribution. Is Are you building relationships with the individual reporters and having them build content for you? Are you creating the content? I guess I'm a little confused. Yeah, that's a great question because we are a new model. So we're not actually like the PR newswires of the world. We don't do press releases. It's all brand new stories that are very journalistic. So we have an internal newsroom that creates these things. And we do have communication with our publisher network. We have like a distribution team internally that is responsible for figuring out what it is that these publishers want, like literally talk to them, asking them, what do they want more coverage on? What stories would be useful for them? And we'll create that. We listen to that. We create those stories for them. And we still have a whole separate newsroom that operates apart from the brand side of things. But brands do work with us to create, we'll create on their behalf, so they underwrite it, stories that we know will be interesting to publishers as well. And we're able to give all this for free to publications. So we definitely do have a relationship with these publications. And that's really important. I think one of the hardest things for people is to try to get a sense of what they're actually going to want to run. So as an SEO, how should I think about having somebody write content for me that I'm underwriting? And how should I think about creating content myself that I'm then starting to think about syndication or public relations and trying to push that story out? What's the pluses and minuses of both sides? So definitely knowing what your goal is with these types of initiatives. So for us, oftentimes the goal is the link acquisition, earning those links, tracking increase in domain rating over time. And ultimately, we use internal linking to try to uplift pages on these brand sites, right? So they're getting links to a certain page that we created, a certain story, but we're utilizing internal linking to try to uplift the the money pages. So we're tracking organic traffic over time, but that takes many months. Regarding like syndication versus pitching and all of that, 
really comes down to the, the amount of resources you have. You can pitch manually. It takes a lot of time. You can set up syndication relationships. If, if you're more interested in, okay, maybe I don't need as many links. I'm not trying to scale up my link building program, but I know that I want to reach a certain audience. Maybe you set up a syndication partnership with somebody in your industry that's a little more niche and you want them to be running your content all the time. I think it really comes down to what gap you're trying to fill in your SEO strategy because it's not a one-size-fits-all situation and it's not a, <laughs> it doesn't solve all of your SEO problems to do this. It mostly solves the like overall authority problem. So time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Talk to me a little bit more about that authority problem. You know, the title of this episode is Building Brand Authority with Content. How much when you're thinking about authority is about establishing what your brand is and getting it on other publications and how much of it is driving those links and getting that link equity back to you from an SEO perspective? Right. It's a great question. Usually, I, I recommend people start at the bottom of the funnel. So to your point, making sure you have everything lined up very specifically about your product or service and how you're selling it and what the competitive advantages are. And all of that needs to be squared away because you don't want to be driving any other traffic to your site if you don't think you're going to be able to convert it down the line. Right. So creating content, that the case studies, the testimonials of the world, the how-tos that are more specific to what you're offering... All of that is definitely on the authority side. Same with more middle of the funnel content. If you're trying to rank for terms, it'll still get people to your site who are generally your target audience. Doing this kind of broader newsworthy content strategy is for when you've done all of this other stuff and you've kind of maxed out the value. You're, maybe you're seeing a plateau in your traffic or you're not able to scale it up. If you start building more top of the funnel authority, you're increasing your brand awareness in tandem, and you're able to build the authority of your site, which helps uplift, uplift everything else that you've been working on in the past. So generally, that's the order it would go in. Sometimes people skip around. They'll start with top of the funnel to get a boost, but then they have to go back and do all the bottom of the funnel stuff. But that's generally the order that I recommend it goes in. What I'm hearing from you is that when you're thinking about building your content strategies, you know, obviously building your brand is something that matters. Having people be aware of you 
is first and foremost to getting to be interested in your products or services. But really, your content strategy starts backwards. You're starting with the bottom of the funnel. You're working your way up. And when you start to see that you've got more and more traction in SEO, and then you start going for the head terms, the top of funnel, the sort of broad, tangential content. And some of the times that's you creating your own content. Some of the times it's partnering on content with other sources. So if I'm a company and I'm trying to build this brand authority, I want to work with credible publications. I want my company, the I Hear Everything, which is the creator of the Voices of Search podcast, to be in the Wall Street Journal. And I want them to talk about podcasting and podcast production. Wouldn't that be nice? Everybody's going to want to buy something from us if we're in the Wall Street Journal, but we're not creating the content. Is it like, you know, they're just saying our name if we uh, go through this type of publication? Like, it actually looks like what's the sort of end product that helps brands get those links and get that brand visibility? And this is where there's so much confusion in the industry because there's so many different ways of going about this. And that's where people kind of get lost. So we talked about like the PR newswires of the world. That's so much more of a press release and it's often like sponsored. And there's also sponsored posts where you pay for placements on different websites, right? That's something totally different. That's usually more of a brand awareness play. There's basically no SEO value. That's just if you really want to get in front of that audience and then you can say whatever you want because you're paying for it. If you're trying to build authority though and be organically mentioned on these sites, that's a whole different ballgame. And that's what we're talking about today. And what that usually involves is creating something that is deemed newsworthy that they want to pick up because they want to, not because you're paying them. And when that happens, you're cited in probably the first paragraph, if not the second paragraph, with your brand name and the link up front saying you provided this information, you are the source of this whole piece. And that just speaks volumes. It's the difference between going to one of these sites. Like if I was on Chicago Tribune and I saw a sponsored article, I'd be like, all right, whatever. And I'd probably not even open it. But if I clicked on a piece I thought was interesting and it said that your brand supplied the, the information, to me, that signals they chose to publish this. That means that they created something good. So most of the time when you're doing these type of citations, is it like original research that you're using? Ben from I Hear Everything pulled 3,000 podcast guests and find out that their motivation was X? Or is it, uh, you know, here's somebody that produces content and they're just giving their opinion. What type of information gets in those citations? Yeah, it could be something like that. That's a good example. A lot of agencies do that type of work where they'll do original research. We do data analysis at Stacker. It's usually third-party research, sometimes internal data. Even if it's data that already exists online, as long as you're able to analyze it in a new way and perhaps put it in a different context that hasn't been explored yet, and it's therefore a new story, then it could be interesting to people. I mean, we have the benefit of having a newswire, and that's what a lot of people don't have, right? They end up having to manually pitch this stuff, and I... I feel your pain because it's very difficult. So we're able to talk to the publishers directly and be like, okay, they want this piece of content. We can create that. But if you don't have that established trust, you have to put in even more legwork to make sure that the study or the report or the survey that you put together is really sound in terms of methodology, in terms of the level of interest it has, because it's going to have to carry itself until you've built enough brand authority on your own. Often we're thinking about link building in terms of a volume play. 
I need to get more links to have more credibility. And in reality, it's not always the number of links. Maybe more important is the quality of the links that you're getting. And that requires not only having the right type of content that you want to share with the publications, but also having the ability to get your content to them and help them create the content that they want to be publishing. And that's really the way to start building brand authority. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Amanda Milligan, head of marketing at Stacker for joining us. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Amanda and I are going to continue our conversation and talk about the power of content syndication. If you can't wait till our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Amanda, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Melanda, that's M-I-L-L-A-N-D-A. Or you could visit her company's website, which is studio.stacker.com stacker.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights, in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.